by show of hands, how many of you want more income in your life? Put that way up and say yes. yes. How many of you want just, just want more income? You want more passive income? Put, put that way up and say, oh yes. yes. Now, first of all, I want to thank Jennifer. Give her a round of applause for putting this together. Uh, a lot of friends and Jennifer has been inviting me to, to come to the Fraser Valley and uh, friends on Facebook, uh, George, and say, hey, you know, when are you coming to Fraser Valley? Because usually I do most of my work, most of my teaching uh, at, through my Vancouver Entrepreneurs Group, where we meet every second Wednesday at Vancouver Club. And so and I believe that's a way for me to, to give back to, to the entrepreneur community uh, for Vancouver because Canada, Canada has been so good to me. And I do my teaching there every second Wednesday. I don't sell anything there. Uh, whatever I collect a mission barely covers the venue cost. But I do it every two weeks. Every two weeks. So today would be quite interesting because I did this uh, talk, this workshop, in a couple of months ago. And it was a three-hour workshop. So I'm trying to give you three hours of content in about an hour. OK, about an hour. So I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Now, also, at the uh, end of my presentation, I'm going to give you a copy of my book, uh, F.U. Money, for free. Who wants it, by the way? Yes. Put it nice and high. Nice and high, so I can see. If your head is not up now, I ain't giving you shit. OK? Good. Good. OK? And some people say, they see, they see the book, oh, Danny, see, like, fool money is, what is F.U. money? It's fuck you money, OK? It's what it means. It's exactly what it means. It's exactly what it means. And so, by show of hands, how many want to have some fun tonight? Yes? yes? Very good, very good. Now, for what I want you to do, I want to get the most out of our time together. So first, I want you to do two things. How many things? Two. Now, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to take notes. Okay. I want you to take notes, OK? And the second thing I want you to do, which you're already doing great, is I want you to participate. Because participation equals value. Participation equals what? Value. value. So the more, more you participate, the more forward you play, the more value you'll get. Exactly. So just so you know, this is like 10% participation. This is 50% participation. This is 100% participation. So let's try this out. Let's try this out. So how many of you are willing to participate 100%? Yes? Yes. Awesome. You get the book first. OK. So I want to start off with a story. There's this uh, uh, Native American tribe. And the government was thinking, well, you know what? We've got this group of people, this community here. How can we make them more productive? How can we collect more taxes? Because that's what the government thinks about. So one day they thought, well, you know what? We're going to send one of our top agents to this tribe and see if we can help them out. Maybe put them through school, help them get jobs, and things like that. So the government sends these top agents to this tribe. Now, this top agent is very, very smart. He's thinking, well, you know what? This is a tough job. So what can I do? He thought to himself, well, instead of trying to persuade each member in the community one-on-one, -on -one, why don't I just go to the top, from top to bottom? Let me talk to the chief. Let me talk to the Indian chief. If I can get him on board, everybody else would go on board. Make sense? Yeah. So he went to the chief and said, hey, chief, you know, he's, we're here to help you. The government sent me here. Great, here to help me. And what I want to do is I want to help you. I want to help you. I want to put you to school. 
Only preschool. And don't worry, we're going to take care of everything. We're going to pick you up from where you live. We're going to drive you to school. And we're going to get a tutor for you. Make sure you get good grades and you, you can get a job and you can graduate. And the Indian chief said, well, why would I want that? Well, you know, because after you graduate, then you can work. You can get a job and, and make a living. Well, the Indian chief said, that, why would I want that? Well, you know, when you make a living, then you, you buy your own home, you own your own home, and then you have your own place, you can have some kids, and, and you work, and you can save some, some money. And the Indian chief said, well, why would I want that? Well, you know, when you save enough money, you work hard, and this and that, and when you're 65, you can retire. Well, why would I want that? Well, when you retire, you can do whatever you want. You can go hunting, you can go fishing, you can sing all day long, you can do whatever you want. The Indian chief said, well, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> so the question, and write this down, here's the first lesson of the night. It's not how much money you make, it's how you make the money. It's not how much money you make, it's how you make the money. Think about it. Because sometimes entrepreneurs, what I notice is we get into business and then after a couple of years, two, three, five years, ten years, after a number of years, and we got so busy and we're doing things, we're trying to make it happen, and we're trying to make the business work, we're trying to make a profit, trying to survive or prosper, whatever it is, sometimes we forgot why are we in business in the first place? Why do we get into business in the first place? So let me ask you a question. Why are you in business in the first place? Just yell the answer. Make money. Make money, good. But why do you want to make money? For what? For happiness. For happiness, good. Hang out with your friends, more, a little bit more free time, yes? Help people. Help people, good. Travel Make a difference. World. Travel the world, very nice. Security, Security good. For my kids. For my kids. To, to for your kids, family, provide your family, great. So I could say a few government. So a the government, good, good. <laughs> How many of you got into business in the first place because you saw there's maybe a problem and you would like to solve that problem. Can I see a show of hands? Okay. How many got into business because maybe you saw a product or service, whatever it might be, and you thought, you know what? I can do better than that. And you start your business just because of that. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So the first, by the way, this is going to be a, a more interactive experience. I don't believe me just lecturing and stuff like that. So I, just, I don't just want to be talking and lecturing. We're going to be doing shit here, okay? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, good. So the first thing I want you to do, I want you to find a partner. Find a what? Partner. And preferably someone you don't know. So go ahead, find a partner first. Find a partner you don't know. Yep. Yep, two. You got it. You got it. Can we have threesomes? It's up to you. Somehow, gonna get a different picture in my mind now. Yes, you could. Yes, that's fine. Everybody has a partner? Everybody's got a partner? Yes? Okay. Good. So, what I want you to do, I want you to discuss for two minutes what does passive income mean to you and what does financial freedom mean to you? Do I give you two minutes? Just a, among your partner? Go. Give your partner a high five and say thank you for sharing. So, you know, what does it mean to you? And it's, it's very personal. Everybody means, it means different things, of course. And tonight, uh, <laughs> I'm going to share some things with you. Well, first of all, the truth will set you what? Free. But first it will piss, piss you off. off. And I'm going to say some things tonight that I think will shock you. Uh, and I know that 
why you came here. <laughs> and I also now know why you, what you came here to learn. But I think what you walk away with from tonight might be quite different than what you expect. Uh, you might think you're coming for one thing, but I think you'll walk away with something way more valuable. You might think tonight's a money conversation, but then at the end you might realize it might be a life conversation. So it would be quite interesting. And I think last time I did this, it was extremely powerful and people were blown away by what I shared. And, and some people were pissed off. And it's normal. Because sometimes it pisses you off first and then you're like, damn, that is the truth. And it, it might take a while for you to digest. But if you actually, you are, if you're open, what's the word? Oh, Open. Yeah. I think you'll find it incredibly liberating. But let's see what happens, okay? Let me tell you a little bit about my journey and how I started on, on, you know, on this path of passive income, how I generate passive income. I first came to Canada years ago with no money, no connections, and not a word of the English language on my lips, you can tell from my accent. I was born in Hong Kong. I came here when I was 14 years old. And my mom and dad got divorced when I was 16 years old. So I was the only child in my family. So at an early age, at first my, my dad was you know, sending us some little bit of money. Uh, but later on, because his company went bankrupt in Hong Kong, so he stopped sending us money and all we had is whatever we brought to Canada. So as, as a young boy, that I had to mature very quickly because then I had to provide for my mom, to take care of my mom. Uh, at an early age, I, to me, I was never interested in money. It, wasn't, it was never my thing. I, was, I thought, you know, at the time, I was very much into like, martial art. I thought my biggest dream in the world would be just be a martial art instructor. That was it. And, but then I realized, at the time, my martial art instructor was broke. Okay, he had five students, and only two were paying him. And I was one of them. So I thought, maybe that's not a good way to make a living. And I couldn't provide for my mom. But what's interesting is looking back, what I realize is uh, that I have, I've always had this, uh, a teacher's heart. I like to teach. So now the difference is I'm not teaching martial art, but I'm teaching entrepreneurship and business. That's, that's my passion. And you see, I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, so through that experience, started my, my first business when I was in, in high school. Uh, with a couple of my buddies, uh, a lawn mowing business. Now let me tell you about lawn mowing business. <laughs> we start off with, you know, we had a lawn mowing machine and a couple of buddies and, and the business was okay, it was doing quite good. Except we just didn't have any customers. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was good. So, now in business, when you don't have customers, what happens? You go broke. And then when you go broke, do you still have a business? No. So I learned my lesson there. So it, you know, it, very, it failed very quickly. And then I started another business. And I thought to myself, you know what? Learn my lesson and dust myself off. Learn from my mistakes. Started the second business. And I said to myself, this is, this is it. I can, I can feel it. This is the one that I'm going to make it big. Then I can provide for my family and pay off some of the debt. This is it. And guess what happens? Now I failed again. And then I dust myself off, learn from mistakes, say to myself, motivate myself, and said, you know what? Start the next one. This one, this is the one. I can just feel it. I know it's going to work. And guess what happens? Shame. Yeah, I fail again. <laughs> okay. And at the time, I was 
trying jumping from one thing to another and always looking for the perfect vehicle, the perfect business, whatever it might be. And I would try all kinds. I tried vending machines, I tried network marketing, I tried, you know, software, all kinds of things, right? None of them worked. None of them worked. And then I went into a different path where, okay, how come I see other people are successful? How come I, like, I don't think they, are they, are they 10 times smarter than me? I don't think so. Are they, do they work 10 times harder than me? I don't think so. Then what's missing? Must be something wrong with me. So I went, in, went heavily into personal development. So I read all the books and attended the seminars, workshops, motivation, motivate myself. And in fact, how many of you read Think and Grow Rich? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I read Think and Grow Rich 10 times, from front page to back page, back and forth. Now the problem was there was a lot of thinking, not a whole lot of riching. <laughs> okay. And then, how many have read How to Win Friends, Win Friends Influence People? Influence, yeah. Yeah, I also read that book multiple times. Problem was, I couldn't influence my friends to loan me more money. <laughs> so, that didn't work. That did not work. And the point I was about $150,000 in debt from friends and family and credit cards and everything uh, in debt. And I joined the NFL club. No friends left. Because <laughs> every time I would call them, Oh, it's you and the, that's it. They wouldn't take my call anymore. It was, it's, now looking back, it's kind of funny, but it was embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. And I was what I would call, my, now looking back, I would call myself at the time, a kind of like a, a business opportunity junkie. Because I would buy all kinds of stuff, buy all kinds of programs and trying to make money. And, and, and I would buy those, um, how many have seen those like ho home business or business opportunity magazines? Have you seen those? Yeah. yeah. How many buy, bought those magazines? Be honest. Okay. Thank you for honesty. So I bought those magazines and I was the guy that would respond to every ad. <laughs> I would, I look at the, oh, this guy's making money from uh, mail order. Let's do that. No, this guy's making money from classifier. Let's do that. Oh, this guy's making money from his kitchen table in his underwear. Let's do that. That's even better. <laughs> so I bought all kinds of shit, right? All, everything. Now, what happens when you respond to all these ads? Do you know what happens? Yes. I'm talking like direct mail days, right? Now, guess how many junk mails I'll get? A lot. A ton. So it's funny because my mom would open the mailbox, and she has like three letters. And I have like this pile of stuff, like 30, 40 letters every day. Like, what the hell are you doing, Dan, right? And I would look at these things, and I would try different things, and none of them work, of course. None of them work. And I thought to myself, there's something missing here. I bought this program. I tried kind of implement what they, what they taught, but how come it doesn't work for me? I, I don't quite get it. So obviously, I'm not making money buying this crap. But then I thought maybe people are making money selling this crap. It just, it's just a different mind shift. Then I thought to myself, huh. Isn't that interesting? Because whoever is selling whatever they're selling, I'm sending money to this guy who I've never met, I've never talked to, and I'm sending him some money. This is interesting. Wouldn't it be good if I'm on the other side? So then I started looking at these things from a different uh, perspective, from a different what? Perspective. Different perspective. I looked at it. I'm like, okay, I started studying marketing. And then later on, I found a mentor. His name is Alan. 
And he took me under his wing, and he's, a, he's you know, a, a marketing guy. He taught me copywriting and, and marketing and how to write ads. And, and I basically worked for him for one year, for next to nothing, basically nothing, volunteer. And I always refer to that year as the, the million dollar year of my life because I got a million dollar years, a million dollar worth of education in that year. So that might not be the answer for everybody, but that was the answer for me. Finding a mentor has been there and done that. So after uh, Alan uh, mentored me, and then I opened up my little own one-man advertising agency, and just writing ads for entrepreneurs, for speakers, for authors. And in my early 20s, I was making $10,000 a month. Now, how many of you recognize, like, for 20-something years old, 10 grand is a lot of money, right? It's, it's, it feels like like a million bucks, right? I can, I can provide for my mom, pay off some debt, and still, you know, live pretty good life. And after a while of that, then one day, I, I met a, a webmaster at a time, and he said to me, he said, Dan, you need a website. Okay, why do I need a website? No, no, you need a website. What I'm going to put on my website, like, I don't get it. Because I, I'm busy as enough, I don't need more clients. So, well, you know, we could sell something on the website. What am I going to sell? I don't know, put some stuff together. Sell a book or something. I said, okay, fine. So I put together a, a book. So I wrote my first ever book. It's called Psychological Tactics. Now, it's interesting because when I first wrote the book, my intention was to use the book to help protect consumers of like what are these marketers doing to make you buy stuff. But then guess who's buying all the book? Marketers. Yeah, all the marketers and business people, right? <laughs> Wasn't my intention. It was not my intention. So I wrote a book and I printed like a, a hundred copies of it and it cost me five bucks each and physical copy. And I remember the time I post uh, on, a, on, a, on a business forum or something. And I posted and you know, after a couple of days, nobody buys it. And this is, I'm talking before PayPal, before merchant account. So one day, my phone rings, I picked up, picked up the phone and, and this, this gentleman from, from the States, he said, you know, I saw your post on this forum. Do you still have any of those books available? Well, about 100 of them. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I still have a couple copies. Yeah, I got a couple copies. It's been selling well, but I've got a couple copies. Well, can you send me one of those? Sure, like, well, how do I pay you? I don't know. Well, can I send you a money order? Okay, sure. So he sent me a money order and I shipped the book. And when I first got the check, that money order in the mail, it was the most incredible experience I've ever had. Because it was a validation that, hey, you know what, I've got something here that, that might work. If it's 20 bucks, it doesn't matter. Because at the time I was trading hours for dollars. I was making high dollars, but still, it's time for money. So. I thought to myself, this is interesting. I sold out 100 copies in about 30 days, so I made about 1,500 bucks. Now, if you were me, what's going through your mind now? Do that again, yes. What's going through my mind? More books. I could, I could do more. Like, what if I put, because it's just part-time. What if I, I do more, I do more marketing, can I sell you know, 200 copies, 500 copies? What if I have more books? I don't know. That, that was it. Because I want, at the time, my intention was just to make enough money so that I could just spend less time working with clients one-on-one -on -one because I want to spend more time with, with my mom because I was working on the time, although she's home, but I'm just in my room working on the time. I, I didn't like that. So that, that was my intention. And from there, uh, you know, make very good money, launch the next book, the next product. And a lot of that, I, I talked about that in my book, F.E. Money. And 
Maybe timing. You could say you can say luck. Internet took off, and I was getting now made a little bit of money. I went into different niches, different industries, more products, and affiliate marketing. And at one point, I was making ridiculous amount of money. I'm talking ridiculous amount of money, and I was. I would let's say you know go out for dinner with my friends, and we would blow three grand on a night, just like that. And I don't even fucking drink. Okay, I don't drink, and we we blow like three. I like was stupid. I was I was getting a new car every year. It was stupid stuff. I guess stupid stuff. And I'm not proud of it, but you know, as a young guy, you you went through that. You got that right. You went through that. And but looking back, what's interesting is. Why was I doing that? Buying my friends, taking them on vacation, buying them drinks, buying them dinners, and this and that. Why was I doing that? It's fun, no. But why because was I doing you that? Could. <laughs> yes, but it's but deep down, what 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 was I craving? What was I looking for? Recognition. Recognition, validation. I was trying to buy approval. I was trying to buy love, attention, because my mom and dad got divorced, so that was lacking in my life. Now, but let me ask you a question: If my friends were coming me for coming to me for that. Are they true friends? No. no. So when I start buying them dinners and stuff like that, are they going to show it up? No. no. no they're not true friends. Then I learned later on, it's they're not true friends. But it was it had the illusion of, well, it's great. I got a bunch of people. It's, it feels good and this and that. But it was stupid. First year, stupid. So, you know, with internet marketing, that's how I made most of my money. So what I want to do tonight is share maybe two key lessons that I've learned throughout the way during that process. And before and after, and hopefully, you don't have to make the same mistake that I made, and and you don't, and you can you can take from it, and you can apply it any any way you want, whatever stage you're in right now. How many of you would be interested? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So here's a, an another exercise. So what I want you to do, just to yourself, I want you to write down your total annual income just from last year, 2014. It is personal, whatever the number is. Write down your total annual income. According to me or according to income tax? <laughs> <laughs> Real? Now, sometimes, really? last time when I did this, there was an accountant. Was it pre-tax, after-tax? Just how much you made last year. Keep it simple. Put out your hand if you have that number. Okay, give you a couple more minutes. How many have no idea what that number is? Okay, good, good. Because that would not be a good sign. Well, actually, it might be a good sign. Because either you, you don't make enough money, you don't want to look at it, or you make so much money, you don't even care. So who knows? So <laughs> write down your total annual income. Now, step two, I'm going to get into it in just a second. I want you to categorize your source of income. But before I get into that, let me talk about the different types of income. So there are basically four types of income. How many types? Four, four types. The first type is what I call linear income. Now, what is linear income? Linear income means you do a little bit of work, you get paid. You do a buck of worth of work, you get a buck. You're trading hours for dollars, linear income. So you could be, you make a sale, you get a buck. You do a deal, you make a buck, you make a buck. Linear income, or a job, at the end of the, end, at the, end of the month, paycheck, linear income. So with linear income, it's what I consider most of the time, it's bad income. But that's what most people know how to do. So th th these are just some examples of, of, of different types of income. I mean, I could give you way more example. 
but it would be very, very long, but you'll get an idea. So example is salary, overtime, commission, consulting fees, professional services. Those is what I consider linear income. What kind of income? Linear, linear income, okay, linear income. And then you have what I call leveraged income. What kind of income? Leverage. Leveraged income means you are now leveraging OP, other people. Other people's time, other people's talents, other people's resources, other people. So with leverage income, we're talking you know, strategic alliances, subcontractors, goodwill, and, and client contracts, or maybe salary staff, or, or sales-based network marketing, different types of leveraged income, but you're leveraging other people. So now you've got a little team, you maybe you have a little system in place, you're no longer just relying on yourself, okay? Leverage income. And then you have passive income. And example would be, let's say, commission staff, or buying-based network marketing, or renewals, or interest income, or dividend income, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So passive income. And then you have what I call windfall income. What is it? Windfall, windfall income. So windfall, it's appreciation of stocks, appreciation of real estate, appreciation of RSP, you know, inheritance, lottery, large bonus, selling of business, that type of So windfall, a windfall income. So the four types of income. So you have your numbers, example would be. So let's say you, last year you made, let's say 100 grand, okay? And let's say uh, you would categorize it, let's say you have, it's 80% of that, so 80 grand is, let's say it's linear, right? And then let's say you have 10% leverage. And then let's say you're 0% passive and you have 10% windfall. How many fall this so far, yes? Yeah. So I want you to categorize your income. I'll give you, let's say, a minute to do that. Just take a minute, categorize your income for now. Yeah. Okay, now next what I want you to do is this. I want you to draw a chart kind of like this. Linear, leverage, passive, and windfall. So I want you to draw a chart. So example, use the example again. Let's say we use uh, the 80%, so we will look something like this, and then you have 10% here, right? No passive, and that's what it's look. I want you to draw a graph like that, and you can see the pattern. So take a moment and do that. So linear, leverage, passive, and windfall. So according to your percentage. What have you learned so far? Tell me. Looking in your photo, looking at your chart, what have you learned so far? Y'all the answer. Working way too hard. Working way too hard? Good. It's all? Too much linear. Too much linear, okay, yeah, yes. It's a dead end. It's a dead end, good. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, yes. Uh, to shift, I need to shift. I need to shift, yeah. good, okay. Anything else? Good. So, with myself, I have very little linear, very, like maybe a few percentage. I have a lot of leverage, uh, a lot of passive, and from time to time, a little bit of windfall. So that's the the cash flow pattern that I have right now. It took me a number of years to get there, but that's what I have now. Now, by the way, how many recognize that looks awfully similar yeah. to my book? <laughs> now, hmm, hmm. Now, what does that mean? It means when you get to this cash flow pattern, then you can say F you to people <laughs> To, to people you don't like or things you don't want to do. That, that's called subliminal message, okay? Okay, 
a subliminal message. So let me share with you the three myths that I believe are blocking you from earning the massive passive income that you want. There are three myths. Now, what are myths, by the way? Tell me, what are, what are myths? Things that people believe in that may, may not be true, yes? Okay. So the first myth is this. The first myth is financial freedom. The first myth is financial freedom. What, Dan, what, what? What do you mean? Yes, the first myth is financial freedom. Let me go back to my story. So, I was making a lot of money, and I set a goal to myself that, at the time, I was gonna retire at, by the age of 30. I actually accomplished that by the, by the age of 27. So I retired. Became a millionaire, not only millionaire status, but also had massive passive income coming in. Don't have to work, I said, that's it, I'm done. Not gonna work another day of my life. So, I was gonna, I'm gonna do what most people do, right? And by the way, the financial freedom, how many are rich, they're poor that? <laughs> yeah, okay, and what's the definition in the book? Talks about financial freedom occurs when your passive income exceeds your expense. How many heard of that before? Yeah, okay. And nothing wrong with that. I mean, I like Robert and everything he talks about. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. When I got to the point where I don't have to work at a time, and it's kind of like this, right? When passive income exceeds your, your expense, that's, that's the graph. And that's the picture I have in my mind. And I did it, and I did it. So I went to English Bay, and I said to myself, this is cool, this is nice. <laughs> Looking at the beach and in the wave and holding my you know, fruit punch, just drinking it, I was like, this is nice. This is, this is nice. Second day, I go back there. Hmm, this, this, is, this is nice. <laughs> Third day, you go back there. And after four or five fruit punch, like, okay. After 30 days of that, I was bored out of my mind. And I thought, wow, this is crazy. And that's taught me a lesson that most people, they say they want to get to a point where they're financially free so they don't have to work. They want to retire. What I've learned is this. Most people actually don't want to retire. They just want to be able to do what retired people do. They still want to get, they still want, they want to go on vacations. They want to buy the things they want to buy. They want to provide them for their family. But most people, they don't actually want to do nothing and staying at home, not feeling alive. And I did that. So I, I was going to, after 30 years, oh, this, is, this is nuts. I can't do this. This, 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 is, this is, I worked so hard to get to this point. When I got here, I looking, was looking at, at, the, at, the, at the beach, I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I wanted. This is, this is not how life is supposed to be. So I went to a different path. I said, well, you know what? I, I love movies. How many of you love movies? Love movies. So let's, instead of doing that, Let's watch some movies at home. <laughs> Why don't we do that? Okay, so I was renting all these movies, DVDs at the time, and I was watching five, six movies a day. Let me tell you something. When you watch five, six movies a day, you don't like movies so much. Unless you're a movie reviewer or critic or something. But that's not good either. After 30 days of that, I called on my mentor. 
and it was just laughing on the outer end. <laughs> I said, I don't get it. Like, what should I do? I feel, how come this is my goal and I, and I got here and how come I'm so depressed? How come I'm so empty? I don't understand. He was just laughing on the outer end. He said, well, you know what? I was expecting three months. You couldn't even last two months. I said, what do you mean? Well, because you're an entrepreneur. You, you are a creator. That's what entrepreneurs are. You create stuff. You use your creativity to, to create value in the marketplace, and now you're sitting at home, you're going to the beach, you're watching movies, you're not creating anything. You, you feel you're so dead. You feel so dead. It's just not the way to go. I said, you don't understand. I'm done. Like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to start another thing, nothing. He said, you have to. He said, you have to, because now, right now, you're not happy. Is that, are you happy now? I said, no, I feel miserable. He said, that's not good. So go back to business. But he said, this time, you start a business with a, from a different place. Because I've made my money. Now I can start from a, from a place where, you know what? I can do stuff that I want to do. I can get involved with projects I want to get involved with. I can work with the people I want to work with. Because before, it was just money, 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 and I want to make the money. I want to be done. I want to retire. Got there now. OK, now I can just do it for the sake of doing it. I could do stuff. I could show up and speak if I want to. I cannot show up and speak if I don't want to. Nobody can point a gun to my hand and ask me to do anything if I don't want to do it. I'm here because I want to be here. If I don't want to be here, I'm not here. So I can do whatever I want. So, you know, I sat and I you know, spent a couple of days with myself and just writing down in my private journal, you know, Dan, if, if, you know, if you could do anything, what would you want to do? So I write down all the stuff that what would it look like and what my business would look like, what my life would look like, and, and mapped out everything. Mapped out everything. So then, before I go into that, let me tell you another story. I have trained a number of young guys, number of young guys, and they help them, you know, young guys, and you know, set up their e-books and sell stuff online, digital products, and and their goal was to make, you know, three, four grand a month, and then just go to Thailand and live their life. And I've helped a number of young guys to do that. And once I helped them accomplish that, and I call them up and sometimes see how, how they're doing, guess what, none of them are happy. None of them. In fact, they're all totally lost. Okay, they're early 20s, they don't have to work, they're in Thailand, I mean, they're drinking, they're partying, they're all doing all this shit. And partially, I, I feel I'm responsible for that as well, because I taught them the, the profit path, but I never gave them the, the purpose path. I just say, hey, you know, they just say, hey, you want to make enough money to be, to be free? I'll teach you to do that. And that's it. And you do your thing. And, and now they're all lost. And so I feel like I've got to bring them back. And that's a lesson that I've learned, that with passive income, listen to this. Just because it's passive, write this down, doesn't mean it's permanent. Just because it's passive doesn't mean it's permanent. It does not mean it's permanent. Because I've had this experience when I had these multiple 20, 30 sites selling these ebooks through ClickBank, I was using pay-per-click, and I was, could be one ebook making 500 bucks a month in passive income, the other book could be making 3,000 a month in passive income. And I hold 20, 30 of these sites. And I was making good money. And suddenly, Google, the, the AdWords, the cost, everything changed, so my profit went from this to this. It was very passive for a period of time. But then my, just my expenses kept getting more and more, and my profit keeps getting like, like this. So then I learned, well, just because it's passive doesn't mean it lasts forever. It does not mean it's permanent. 
So people might think have this picture. Well, if I make enough passive income, then I don't have to work. I can retire and I can just don't have to spend any time to maintain it and leave it as is. It does not work that way. It does not work that way. That's not how it works. You do need a time to need to spend a time to, to maintain it. Let me tell a story. A friend of mine, he was in my mastermind group. His name is Ryan. Ryan, when I met him through mastermind a number of years ago, he was making a million dollars a year through Google AdSense. He calls himself the search engine spammer. He would set up these sites, he would spam the search engine, spam Google basically, and he would set up these pages and get money from AdSense. And show me the check, he's doing 100 grand, 90 grand a month from AdSense, multiple checks. Uh, he thought he was the smartest guy in the world. And he was pretty smart. And then, of course, Google, you know, slap and change the algorithm and all that stuff. So he, when I met him, he was making a million bucks a year. Next year, I met him again, half a million. Year after, a hundred grand and then zero. And then zero. And he was like, I don't get this. I said, dude, who do you think is smarter, you or Google? You have five guys on your team. Google has how many engineers? How the hell can you possibly outsmart them? You're lucky you made you know, that money for a period of time. So again, I can see, well, just because it's passive doesn't mean it's what? Permanent. permanent. It does not mean it's permanent. So here's the truth. Don't aim for financial freedom, aim for financial confidence. Because financial freedom is an illusion. It does not exist. I can tell you right now. It's a fantasy. It's what those gurus or experts and they want you to believe that they have this oh yeah you want to be free it does not exist I can tell you right now because just because you're free right now doesn't mean you're free two months from now or two years from now how many follow what I'm saying yep. it doesn't mean but financial confidence oh totally different because I believe financial freedom financial independence all those concepts they're outdated I believe they're outdated yeah. Financial confidence is in our animal. I'm talking about knowing you have the skills and the ability to make money anywhere and anytime you want. That's true security. You're not depending on Google. You're not depending on whatever vehicle. You're not depending on stock market. You're not depending on anything. You're not depending on a thing to make you money because who makes you money? You make you money. It's the same thing with me. I tell people, take away everything I have, leave me with my brain, with my context, I can make it back. That's true security. You can, because nobody can take that away from you. My skills, how I do business, my business acumen, I can make money, it doesn't matter. And that's why people say that, oh, you know, Dan, you have the Midas touch, you know, whatever you, industry you get into, and I make money in multiple industries, totally unrelated industries. And, oh, this is so great. And, and I always say to them, you know, you should, you've seen me 10 years ago, when everything I touch turns to shit. <laughs> now I say, oh, everything you touch turns to gold. Oh, because now I have the skills. It's who I am today. Then I get into business, then I can make money. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's a myth. Financial confidence. So aim for financial confidence. Don't aim for financial freedom. That's number one. Myth number two is passive income. Now I can see you're really shocked now. So passive income. And I checked this out on Wikipedia. What does it mean? So, Passive income is an income received on a regular basis with little effort required to maintain it. That's from internet, from Wikipedia. Passive income. I don't understand, Dan, what do you mean? I'm here for passive income, and you tell me it's a myth. Now you really fucked up my mind. 
What is going on? What is going on? Let me tell you what passive income is not. Passive income, generating passive income is not easy and it takes a lot of hard work. Because when people associate, oh, passive income, it means effortless. It means it's easy. It means it's quick. You know what? I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, you know, three months ago, and now how come three months later I'm not financially free? It's the, it's the wrong expectation. Just because it's passive doesn't mean it's permanent. Just because it's passive doesn't mean it's easy. Now, why is it not easy? Why, why do most people only know how to create linear income and not passive income? Tell me. Tell me, why? Because it's easier. Because easier, yes. And you get it, you know, in 30 days or a short period of time, yes? Change. change, don't want to change, yes? Long time to build. It takes a long time to build, yes. But why, so people know that, but why are people struggling to create? They know, they are kind of want passive, but you look at their chart, almost all the income comes from linear, but why is that? What's causing that? Security. Security. It takes a lot of time at first. Has a lot of, yes, a lot of, but no, be, confidence. no content, but think about this. It's also in, what we're taught. Yes, George, great answer. Because in school, which income we, we are taught to generate? Yeah. Linear, from, from, from a very young age, yes? Yeah. What about parents? Yeah. Same thing. You know, when you go to school, is there a class called Passive Income 101? <laughs> if there's one, then we, you know, I would take. I would have taken it. So, yeah. So it is what we're taught. So we are not equipped with the skills to to generate other forms of income. We just don't know how. And people kind of get into it. They kind of kind of make mistakes. They kind of learn it through school hot knocks. But it's not in the school system. Now, why is it not in the school system? By the way. Why is it not in the school system? Because the teachers are linear. Yeah, the teachers are linear, yeah, so they cannot teach you how to generate passive. But think about it for school. School is designed to create what? Slaves. Jobs and employees. So is it in the, so, and uh, who controls the school anyway? Socialists. Yeah, socialists, government, <laughs> corporations, right? If you study history, it's actually a, a whole bunch of big corporations. One day they get together and say, you know what? We need some more workers. We don't have enough workers. Let's create a system so we'll never run out of workers. And that's how the school system was born if you study history. So, if you think about it, in the school system, we were not how to, taught how to do that. And that's why people have challenges doing that. And, and for them to think, well, you know what, I gotta get paid, I gotta do the thing in, in 30 days, and I get my paycheck, and that's it. So it doesn't mean it's easy. And also, generating, generating passive income does not happen overnight. So I want to adjust your, your expectation. Adjust your what? Expectation. Knowing that's what you're getting into. So then you won't be, you know, how come I try this in 30 days, I'm not making the passive income, I fail. You haven't failed. It's the way it's supposed to be. It takes fucking time. <laughs> it does. It takes, now how long does it take? Fucking time. Fucking time. <laughs> A long fucking time, seriously. So also passive doesn't mean it's effortless. If anything, it's the opposite. Passive, it does not mean it's effortless. And also, you think in terms of this. All the people, let's say the Forbes 400, some of the wealthiest people on the planet, the Richard Branson, Donald Trump, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. Now, when you go online, can you go to YouTube and, and, and search some of the interviews, yes? yes? A lot of great information. In fact, I would challenge you to go and search and, and watch the interviews on YouTube, any one of them. And I challenge you to see if they even use the word passive income. They don't even use the word. 
is not even in their vocabulary. And I challenge you, the most successful people on the planet, to see if they even use the word financial freedom. None of them got into business because they want to be financially free. None of them, not one of them. They got into business because there's something they love to do, or they, they see this product, or whatever it might be, whatever drives them. But none of them, because if their goal was financial freedom, none of them have to work. They accomplished that many years ago. They have way more enough than they could spend. They don't need to keep working. How many have read the book, uh, Four Hour Work Week? Yeah, Four Hour Work Week by Timothy Ferris. And I know Tim is a great guy, great book. I think people misunderstood what Timus was actually saying. But look at any one of these guys, any one of them, are any one of them working four hour a week? No. None. Are they even, are they even working four hour a day? No. They're working long hours. Who's the richest man in British Columbia? Patterson. Patterson. Okay. If you call the Patterson office on Saturday morning, chances are Jimmy's going to pick it up. Jimmy, at his age, is the, still, today, the first one to go to the office and last one to leave. Let me give you a clue, he doesn't need the money. <laughs> but why is he keep working? Oh, that's, you know, all these people, they're just greedy, they want more. Well, let me ask you a different question. If you are already a pretty healthy person, and, and you want to, you're pretty healthy, you eat well, but you could, Eat even healthier and, and, and exercise more and get into better shape. If you could do that, should you? Yes or no? Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. So let's say you already have a pretty good relationship with your spouse. You're a pretty loving person and you give love and you help other people. So if you could even, if you're pretty loving right now, but you could give more love, should you? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. So if you are already a pretty successful entrepreneur, you're making good money and you could make more money. Now here's a question, should you? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. So it's not about money. It's about growth. It's about growth. They are doing it because it's what life is about. It's growth. It's more. Not because they're greedy. It's that, that's the poor people mentality. All these people are greedy because they are not creating shit. They're not creating any value in the, in the society. But these people, I'm doing stuff. I'm, I'm innovating. I'm, you can't tell me Warren Buffett gives away 97% of his wealth. You can't, how can you even criticize a guy like that? <laughs> Can I, I want to be in line for that. You know, Where do I sign up? You know what I mean? Right? So you, you think about it. So none of them think even that way. So if you want to study the best, think of, they don't even use the language. They don't think financial free. It's not, not what they think about. Now, if you think, okay, if I want to be more successful, shouldn't you study the best? Yes? Yes. yes. Listen to what, so what do they focus on? What they focus on is this. You see, with time, and it's simply doing what you want, where you want to do it. Yes or no? Yes. For most people, right? So each of the Forbes 400 is doing that. They have all retired into their jobs and companies. They've all retired into, I have retired into my companies. I'm doing it because it's what I want to do. It's not because I have to do it, I'm going to do shit. I want to do it, I love doing it. What else am I going to do? You can only go on so many vacations. I take four vacations a year, that's plenty. That's more than that, and I'm like, mm, it's too much. I'm happy, four vacations, I'm very happy. I don't need more than that. And as a guy, I mean, how many cars do you need? You can only drive one. How many houses do you need? One. Seriously, 
I mean, I, I live a pretty, as, as much income as I earn, I live, a, I live a pretty modest life. I've got one car, I've got two cars actually, one house and nice car, but that's it. I mean, I don't have 10 cars. I could buy 10 cars, I don't have 10 cars. So think about that. So why passive income is a dangerous fantasy? So because you can't stay ahead of the competition passively. Let me ask you this question. In the business world now, business environment, is the business environment right now more competitive today or 10 years ago? Today. And is it getting more competitive as time goes on? Yes? Okay. So if you think about it, if you actually running your business passively, your competition every day, they're thinking of how can I take you out of business? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you run, it's, it's like, think of this, this general. If this is general and say, you guys go fight the war and kill the enemy and conquer and I'm just gonna sit back and relax and <laughs> passively and drink my beer. Now, are you gonna follow that guy? No. Yes or no? no? No, if anything, I'll shoot that son of a bitch, right? You're not going to follow a leader like that. Same thing with you, your company. If you're passive, nobody wants to follow a passive leader. Think, what if I say to you that, you know what, what I want is I want, how healthy would you be if your focus is passive health? <laughs> not very healthy. Not very healthy. Because anything in life that's worthwhile, we have to what? Work at it. You gotta work at it. You gotta work at it. So passive health, if you wanna be healthy, you gotta exercise regularly, eat well, yes. Have a little bit of discipline, yes, right? Yeah. What do I say to you? Well, you know what? You know, honey, from now on, I just want some passive sex. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna do anything, you're gonna do all the work, I'm just gonna lie down there like a dead fish. Now, let me ask you a question. How passionate would your relationship be? So, 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 passive health doesn't work. Passive sex definitely doesn't work. How would passive income work? It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. How many of you are getting this? How many find it liberating actually? Good, good. And you can maintain a loyal tribe of customers passively. You just can't, because every day someone in China steal your customers. You just take market share. We have to be aggressive. And you can't lead great teams passively, period. There's no way. And here's the biggest point of all. You cannot create meaning, passion, or purpose in your life passively. You just can't. Think of the moment in your life, any moment, where you were the most passionate, you were the most excited, you were the most alive. Were you like passively sitting there doing nothing? Or were you doing stuff? Or were you challenging yourself? Or were you stepping out of your comfort zone? You were doing new, new stuff. You're like, this is cool. Never done this before. This is now you're active, right? Mm -hmm. You're not passive. It's the same in business. It's the same in business. You cannot create meaning, passion, or purpose in your life passively. So every time I've seen someone create a business, whatever business is in, with the ultimate intention of getting away from that business and its customers as quickly as possible, instead of moving towards that business and its customers, it fails. Because when you say the, say, say the word passive income to your brain, what signal does that say it send to your brain? It sends the signal to your brain this, how can I get the most with the least amount of work? Because you want passive. How can I 
do the least amount of effort, put the least amount of effort and, and get the most out of this deal. Think about it. In other words, you're saying, what can I get away with? What can I get away with? You know it. What can I get away with? So instead of going with that intention, and you don't give a damn about the customers, you know, I just want to make some money, make enough so I can go on vacation and stuff like that. Now, if you with that intention going into business, are you going to do well? No. Just no way. But what if we change that up? What if you go into with an intention, purpose, and meaning, and say, you know what, I'm here to impact people's lives. I'm here to help somebody. I'm here to make a difference. I want to make money, I want to make profit, but I'm going to do that in a way that's going to be, nobody's ever done this before. What if you go in debt with, with that intention? Now, is your business more likely to be successful? Yes. And is, are your customers going to feel the difference? Mm -hmm. You bet. They're not just some digits. They're not just a credit card number. They know that they're people, yes? yes? So at the end of the day, think about that. So if your intention is to, oh, make enough so I can get away from it. No, move towards it. Embrace your customers. And engage, interact with the customers. Go and meet with, if, oh, I just want to make that, especially the internet guys, right? Oh, just this and do this and automate this and that. I always say to them, you know, you cannot automate and systemize something that's not worth anything. If you have not created value in the first place, then what the hell are you automated? What are, what are you automating? Once you create a value on a big scale, and now you need people, you build a team, now you can automate, now you can systemize, so you can serve more people. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. There's a big difference in, in mind, mindset. So, so the business you're investing or creating doesn't tend to be creating value for its customers or for anyone, so it doesn't tend to spit off the cash that you're hoping it will, of course. So many times I've seen people pursue passive income and end up having active losses instead. In fact, how many have been there? Right? End up having active losses instead. So here's the truth. Don't aim for uh, passive income. Aim for leverage income. What kind of income? Leverage. leverage income. Aim for that. Don't aim for passive. Aim for leverage. Aim for leverage. And as you build it, now you're having a team, now you have some systems in place, and the income keeps going up and up. And you notice my pattern. I have a lot of leverage. I don't have all passive. I've mostly leveraged through my business, through my people, <coughs> leveraged. Now with this mindset, <coughs> with this now new understanding, are you still gonna be buying all those get rich quick crap out there? <laughs> Better not, <laughs> but it's your choice. So if not, now, but then, are you saying that I shouldn't invest in myself? Are you saying that I shouldn't invest in my own education? Yes. Is that what I'm saying? No. No, that's no, not what I'm saying. But how do you differentiate? So these programs and this and things, and, and compared to maybe a workshop or a book, like how would I know when should I invest or not invest? Let me give you a very simple, simple solution. Anything you want to invest in could be any education. Ask yourself this question. Does this... If, if I learn this skill, if I go to this thing, if I buy this program, is this going to help me to generate more leverage income within what I do? Not let me buy this magic pill or bullet so it solves all my fucking problem, so then I don't have to deal with this anymore. You're not looking for an escape. 
you're looking for. Can I add this to what I'm doing? That would enhance what I'm doing right now. You know, this skill set or maybe sales, maybe just marketing, whatever the skill that you might need, but is this going to help me generate more leverage income? Do you see the distinction, yes or no? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's how you make the decision. This is going to help me generate more leverage income? By all means, go for it. This is a distraction, it's a magic pill, it's, it's poison, snake oil, stay away from it. In fact, how many of you, are, in your email box, you get a lot of different offers and subscribe to different gurus and stuff, how many of you, how many have that? Okay, first recommendation, go home and subscribe for yourself from all that crap. So you can focus. So it's not today buy this, tomorrow is buy something else, the next day is buy something else and buy something else. It never ends. It never ends. Unsubscribe yourself from all those. Just think of the peace you have when you open your email box. Like, well, actually now I can read from an email from my friend instead of all those offers. Yeah, and subscribe, unsubscribe. You don't need it. You do not need it. How many are going to do that? Yeah, just unsubscribe. <laughs> Liberating. Freedom, that's freedom. Then no more the, the shiny object syndrome. No, it's not one thing and by the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Now, he said, what's interesting? Why, why do people do that though? Why Squirrel. do people? Squirrel, yes. <laughs> this, shiny object, yeah. But, but why? I'm a why guy. Why do people do that? Why are they buying this and it doesn't work and they buy the next thing it doesn't work and they buy the next thing it doesn't work and they still keep buying? Oh. But more than that, gratification. instant gratification, yes? Yes, Todd, great answer. Because it feels like, and here's the truth, and it hurts, it feels like they're doing something. It feels like, you know, I don't really want to change my life, but it's buying this program, it feels like for that instant, I'm trying to change my life. And then afterwards, well, I'll go back to the same old, same old. And then after a couple of weeks, well, I'll see another thing. Well, now, now I really am serious. And you buy that thing. It gives you that feeling of like you're trying to do something, but actually you're not doing anything. It's, it's, you're deceiving yourself. But if you're truthful, you're honest, you say, you know what? I don't need it. I don't need it. I actually don't need it. I can build my business. I can do my thing. I can create more leverage income, I can hone my skill sets and, and do what works We're just looking for that quick fix because it's never a quick fix. It's a quick fix for the other guy who is selling you shit. Good for them, not so good for you. They are making a lot of money, but you are not. Although I'm on camera and people are going to hate me for saying this, but I'm saying it. Because I don't give a fuck, by the way. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, I hate these guys. I mean, all the gurus, they hate me. They do. They do. I'm telling you. Do you think they want to hear this message? No. Because otherwise, who's going to buy the shit? Uh, fuck you guys, seriously. <laughs> anyway, um, so create value first. Profit will follow. Create value first, and profit will follow. Create value first. <clears throat> it's simple, isn't it? Even Jennifer was talking, connect now, networking works. In networking, what you want to do, and the same thing as the culture I have you know, with my Vancouver Entrepreneurs Group. Actually, we do a networking game every time we, we do a meeting. And there are two rules. You cannot talk about your company, you cannot talk about what you sell. You can only ask questions about the other person, how you can add value. So we go around with the networking game, and we go around, how can I help you? How can I help you? What are you looking for? What problem do you want to solve? 
everybody. So I create a culture of that. You create value first, you add value first. Because nowadays, everybody wants to do what? Instant gratification, mm -hmm. right? They meet with you in three minutes, and they're pitching you their stuff. Here's a business card. How many of you have been through that, right? Yeah, it's like, it's no different. I used to do this analogy all the time. It's like you go to a, a, a bar, and you walk up to a nice lady and say, your place or mine? <laughs> it's no different. In networking, I just, I just met you. I don't even know who the hell you are. You're like, you know, the other day I met a realtor. He's like, oh, you know, it's, you know, you look like a successful guy. You're looking to buy a home and sell a home. I said, no. Oh, that's okay. Let me give you three business cards so you can give to your friends since you're not looking for. Like, what the hell is this? You don't even know who I am. You don't even know what I do. Like, how about pretend to be interested at least? But it's no different. People go around and say, your place or mine. It's no different. But instead of doing that, how about add some value, have a conversation, and just get the phone number. <laughs> and then ask out on a date later. And that's the, that's, it's so simple. When you play the, 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 the value game, when you contribute value first before asking anything in return, you have no competition because nobody does it. Even I keep teaching my people, still have only percentage of who, who do them. Because it's, they just, they want the money now. I get it. I get it. But because you want the money now, you can't sell that way. Because write this down, needy is creepy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, do you want to deal with needy people? Do you want to deal with desperate people? If like, yeah, please buy, I want to please do business with me. Give me some money. Like, fuck off, right? It's, it's unbelievable. Don't do that. So here, here's what I want you to do. Aim for leverage in a business you care about, not passive income in a business you don't care about. Aim for leverage income in a business you care about, you like. You like the people you're serving. You like the people you're, you're helping. Not in, in, a, in a passive income thing in a business you don't care about. Not like that at all. The hardest part of achieving abundance in any aspect of life, <coughs> including money, relationships, or health, spiritually, spir spirituality, <coughs> is getting your mind right into it and doing it right for the, for the right reasons. Create value, money will come. You create value, money will come. In fact, you create so much value, you cannot stop the money from coming in. You cannot. You cannot. People say, oh, you know, I make a lot. Well, you know what? You know why I make a lot of money? Because I serve a lot of people. I help a lot of people. It's very simple. It's, it's, it's on, on a scale. It's either how much impact you have or how many people you serve. So with my customer base, and you see any one of my companies, tens of thousands of customers, sometimes hundreds of thousands of customers, you serve a lot of people. Then, of course, you make a lot of money. You serve a few people, of course, you don't make enough money. It's, it's, it's simple as that. So to make more money, just serve more people. Write this down, money earned is a byproduct of value creation. Money earned is a byproduct of value creation. It's so simple. You chase the money, you don't get the money. You create value, money comes. Money comes. Jennifer, how are we doing with time? Five, 10? You want me to stop or you want me no, to continue? Are we doing? Okay, let's go. Okay, good, good. Place doesn't close to what four? <laughs> I'll be around. I'll stick around. Answer questions. 
So this is what it should look like. Income, passion, aligned. Now, does that mean, how many have heard of the saying, do what you love and the money will follow? Mm -hmm. How many have heard that before? Mm -hmm. It's bullshit, okay? <laughs> it, do, it does not work. It does not work. I'll tell you why. One day I was having lunch with a friend of mine who's a professional speaker. And we were talking about, and we're talking about, you know, do what you love and, and money will follow. We're talking about passion. And he said, well, you know, Dan, here's the problem. You know what I love to do? I love to just sit at home in my underwear, eating a pizza and watching hockey game. I love that. Problem is, I cannot get anyone to pay me to watch me do that. So I have to be a professional speaker to add value first. So it's not do what you love and money with. Because what if whatever you, you love to do doesn't create value in the marketplace? Then you're not going to get the money. What I'm saying is, is love what you do. Find a business that you like, that you're passionate, and love, love it, every minute of it. Then it's not work. Because when you love, love it, does it feel work? Yes or no? No. no? Then you don't feel like you're working because you love it. So people always talk about, oh, you know, work-life balance, and you gotta have balance, you gotta you know, take time off, and this, I don't believe that. Because that doesn't work. I believe in work-life integration. So people ask me the question, well, what does that mean? Because when I work and when I play, it's very blurry. If you ask me, it's not like, okay, this time it's working time and, and now weekend, it's like, oh, like this. Now it's, it's now I'm not working, I'm at home, I'm not finally, I can relax. For me personally, it's very blurry. I, like I can't even tell, okay, if I'm having this meeting, is this working? It, it makes me money, but I like it. I, I like having that meeting. I like having that lunch. I like interacting with people and doing a deal. So it's, is that working? So it's like this, is, is this working? I don't know what is, this is hobby for me. I prefer this than, than golf. I can do this for hours. I don't have a script, I don't have anything. I just do it. Whatever it comes to from my heart, I just, I just share. This is way more fun than me just playing golf, seriously. I suck at golf. <laughs> it's, it's not my thing. It's not my thing. It's not my thing, right? It's not my thing. I like this. Fishing, not my thing, this is good. Like this is what I do for my hobby. Seriously. <clears throat> Myth number three, it's not what you do. It is not what you do. <coughs> Excuse me. Not the vehicle. Jennifer, later on, is there a way I can dim the light? You can't dim the light? Okay, that's okay. That's okay. Um, so it's not what you do. Because people talk about something that focus on, you know, different vehicle. Is it, is it real estate? Is it direct marketing? Is it uh, investing? Is it stock market? Is it affiliate marketing? Is it whatever the vehicle it is? Well, it's not what you do. Because are there people making a lot of money in real estate? Yes or no? Yes. Are there people making no money in real estate? Yes or yes. no? Yes. Um, are there people making a lot of money on YouTube? Yes or no? Yes. Are there people making no money on YouTube? Yes or no? Yes. Are there people making a lot of money in network marketing, yes or no? Yes. Are there people making no money in network marketing? Yes. So it's not what you do. It's got nothing to do with what you do. So it's not what you do, it's how you do it. It's how you do it. Do you do it with excellence? 
Are you professional? <coughs> Are you doing what is necessary to make the business successful? So not what you do, how you do it. Let me give you an example, just a quick example. This is one of my companies in New Zealand with my partner. And my partner is a very successful financial planner, insurance agent, advisor, and he's been doing it for a number of years. So because he's built up a successful base, so right now every year he gets about $100,000 in US dollars in renewal, because insurance get renewals. But because he's built a customer base, so he's getting $100,000 a year in passive income in renewals every year. But because it's worked that in the beginning and build that up. So it's not what you do, you get insurance. That's a lot of insurance people. Renewals, passive income. Not what you do, how you do it's it's boring, it's mundane as it it is. It's not very unique. <coughs> how many have seen this little cartoon character? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you know how much they made last year? Yeah. Close. Eight hundred million dollars. Yeah. This fat little cat. <laughs> this stupid cat. Licensing. Now, how do they make money? Licensing. Yes, licensing, merchandising, right? Yeah, so that's another form of, it's a little cartoon. A little cartoon character. Now, did they get there overnight? No, of course not. It took them many, many years. But I want, want you to thinking, it's like, okay, how can you do things maybe in, from a different perspective and think outside the box? And maybe it's what you're doing now, but a different way, maybe a different, a better strategy that could maybe right now is linear. Let's get to leverage first. How can create more leverage from that? And then from there, then you can think in terms of passive. The, he's the oxymoron. When you don't focus on passive income, when you just focus on leverage income and you focus on value, you will get passive income. But when you chase passive income, you don't get it. When you just, this is my aim, I want to make that five grand a month of passive income, 10 grand a month, whatever it might be, you, you don't get it. But when you're creating, like my partner in, in Life Plans, he, he, does, he, he never focused on the passive income. He was just helping clients and helping them and develop relationships. And, and over the years, over a period of time, and he has people we knew and people like him, and now he has 100 grand in passive income every year. But that wasn't his focus. How many follow what I'm saying? That wasn't, he wasn't going into his, I just want to make enough 100 grand a year passive income. That was, it wasn't even his intention at all. He was just, I'm here to build a successful business. That's it. That's it. <clears throat> so people interpret the message as passive income. It's easy and effortless. And all you have to do is set it and forget it. Kind of, kind of like the infomercial. Not like that. If you truly understand the message, passive income, it's a great revenue source that is earned from persistent and ongoing cultivation. From what? Persistent and what? Ongoing, ongoing. cultivation. cultivation. If you truly understand it, that's what creates passive income. So don't aim for that, aim for leverage and make that more efficient, be more productive, and you will get passive income without even thinking about it. Without even thinking about it. Isn't that interesting? So, be <coughs> excuse me. Before I go, I want to give you, um, I know we're running a little bit behind, but it's, I did this last time, it was so powerful, and I want, to, I want to give you this. So, could you give me another 10 minutes, please? Please. Yes. What does it take? What does it take for you to feel wealthy? What does it take for you to feel wealthy? Just yell the answer. Hmm? 
Go to the ocean whenever you want, okay? Success. Success, okay? Cash. Cash. Reserve, financial reserve. Financial reserve, okay? Giving back. Giving back, interesting. No stress. No stress, good. I'm gonna help you with that in a second. Helping family, okay, providing for family, nice. <clears throat> What's your name? Scott. Scott. Well, we're round of applause for that, by the way. Round of applause. <laughs> because that's the point. Because let me ask you a question. With wealth, and then many years ago, I read a book uh, by Sir John Templeton, who owned Templeton Fund, a billionaire trader. And in the book, it talks about you know, what exactly is gratitude, uh, what is wealth. Wealth, he said, wealth equals gratitude. Because it, could this happen? Someone, let's say, have a pretty simple life, don't make a whole lot of money, but they are happy, they've got a great family, and they feel they're the wealthiest person on the planet. How many met people like that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, on the other hand, have you met people like, they, they're making a ton of money, have a nice home, a nice, many nice cars, and, and successful businesses, this and that, yet, you know, yeah. wife is divorced, kids hate the guy, and, and things like that, and he, even he has money, but he's like the poorest person you ever know. Imagine that. So, here's the key. Here's the key. No amount of money will make you wealthy. No amount of money will make you wealthy. Because wealth is a feeling. Wealth is a state of mind. It has nothing to do with how much you have in your bank. Nothing to do with how much you have in the bank. You can have you can have a few hundred bucks. You can feel this is great, or you can feel you can have a, hundred, a million bucks, two million bucks, and you still feel poor. Are uh, there people with a lot of money in the bank yet they live in scarcity? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you ask them, what what do you want? I want more. Why? I just feel scared. I'm afraid. What if this happens in the market and this and that? I can't retire. So are they wealthy? No. So if wealth equals gratitude, if you think about it. If you are in North, if we are in North America, you're wealthy. Because two-thirds of the world live on two dollars a day. Could it be your worst nightmare in North America, someone's ultimate fantasy in a third world country? Yes or no? Yes. So whatever problem we have, it's not problem at all. Think about it. So if you think and put yourself in that perspective, you are already wealthy. Come, now this is not woo-woo-foo-foo. I'm saying coming from that place of abundance, now you can create something. Now you can build something, you can do more. But instead of coming from a place, oh, you know, I never know. Because what the, ever the answers you gave me, like say what it takes for you to feel wealthy, is so far away. And we set these goals, and, and do this by the way. Do this for me. Yes. And this is how we fuck ourselves up. <laughs> because we set this impossible goal or very difficult goal and we say you know what when I get to that I'll feel wealthy when I get to that I'll be happy achieve that I'll be happy and then you keep working and working and even though what you do get it guess what more. you want more are you happy maybe for a short period of time and then you want more and we chase this rabbit and we don't understand at the end of it what are we what are we chasing when all we are chasing, it's already here. We already have it. If you think about it. So instead of thinking, okay, I need to get there, 
then I'll be happy. I need to achieve that to be happy. Here's a concept. Why not happily achieve? Why not enjoy the journey? And knowing that you're wealthy compared to anybody else. And also, here's another concept. You are, people talk about financial freedom. Guess what? You're already free. We have freedom of speech. We have freedom of mobility. We can do basically whatever we want. We can enjoy a lot of things for free. You are already free. It's not something you're gonna, oh yeah, I gotta get the, trust me. Visit a third world country, go to India, go to China. You know how free you are. <coughs> you will know how free you are. I just, it's, it's wonderful. We got nothing to complain about, yes? Yeah. Truly. I, I'm saying come from that place. Now create from that place. Now, although I do understand, <coughs> you get it intellectually. I talk about, yeah, gratitude, this and that. Let me take you through an exercise. It takes a few minutes to do. And I do this every, because people ask me the question, well, then what's your routine? How do you stay productive? How do you, how do you, uh, how, do, how do you start your day? This is how I start my day. This is how, and I just, you guys are lucky, because I just finished this last week. I finished this recording. I'm going to play it. We go through an exercise, and I want you to experience. I don't want you to think gratitude. I want you to experience gratitude. How many want to give that a try? Yeah. Yeah, so I want you to stand up for a second. Slowly open your eyes. And that's how you start your day. Round of applause. So, for, for those of you, this is what I do when I get up in the morning, I shower, I brush my teeth before I drink my big glass of water, and I listen to this, and I do this exercise every morning. So just imagine you do this every morning. Does it cost you anything? No. In fact, if you want this recording, I can have Jennifer send it to you afterwards. You can do this every morning if you want. So I'll stick around if you have any questions, and thank you very much. Thank you.